0: 6:30 Chad afternoons with Jalen Nye weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad. All right. Um, earlier today, the Prime Minister apologized for Canada's history of residential schools. Uh, this followed another discovery. This one, the estimated 751 unmarked graves at that former residential school in Saskatchewan. The Prime Minister saying this was an incredibly harmful government policy that was Canada's reality. You'll hear more from the Prime Minister coming up right now though. I want to head to the Mikisew Cree First Nation in Northern Alberta where a wellness pilot project is set to start hoping to support and guide nation members and their families in building healthy relationships and a strong resilient community. Let's find out more. We're joined by Lydia Kuderea, counselor with the Mikisew Cree First Nation. Lydia, welcome to 630 Chad. Thank you for having me it's uh it's good to uh talk with you today can i can i start by asking you where your head is at given the news over the past uh number of weeks and the feeling that is in your community uh
1: it's it's kind of one of those words you just don't know what it is it's a dark cloud it's a very somber time it's um opening up a lot of wounds that have never healed and yeah, it's a very difficult time and, and we are working as a nation to find ways to find paths forward to, um, to addressing it.
0: Lydia, I know that um, there was um, a residential uh, school uh, in the Fort Chippewan area. I think it was called the Holy's, Holy Angels Residential School. It was torn down uh, years back, but I know uh, that council there is trying to decide what's next. Can you give us a status on on what is being looked at what's being considered and all of the considerations that go into making the decision about what's next
1: well we have we, we're developing a strategic plan to be able to um, consult with our, our elders and with the residential school survivors and and also with the community in general we we really want everybody to be part of this. And find the way that we are, if there's no way to avoid the, the hurt and, and everything that's going to come out of it um, when we do do the, the ground penetrating scans. Um, but we also want to make sure that we do it properly and, and, and that we have the support systems in place after our, our leadership team is meeting actually as we speak um, to, to find the first step as to how we're going to do this plan.
0: Lydia, that that site of that former school, um, and I use the word school loosely, um, it it must still be, it still must trigger a lot of awfulness for members of your community.
1: It really does. Um, The way that the school was situated within our community, it was very in in a very common area. So if you can imagine how awful it would have been you know for for the for the young children that were in the school knowing that their parents were outside the gates um knowing that for the parents that their kids were on the other side of the gates and they couldn't access them i think that that having that gate up has been a trigger also um after the Camlets um they after they they found the children in there then i think it was then when all of these emotions start coming up about the gates and the location of it, and so yeah, it's it's not it's not a good feeling at all, and it's it's very hard to explain. Um, when you go there, you feel that energy.
0: You and um, other members of the nation working to heal. You are working to um, heal uh, the the damage that has been done, the hurt that has been done, and you have started, along with the team, the the Wellness Pilot Project, the Mikasuki Mio Pimatsuwin cultural camp for wellness tell us about this lydia and my goodness um talk about timing it's it's like stars have aligned here it's eerie for sure um
1: we did um the leadership team we did we started our in our seat in the past summer and of 2020 and throughout the winter uh, after moving home after many many years i left here when i was seven years old after many many years i um came home and I said why don't we invest in a healing program we have a trap line and we have a a very um, isolated spot where we can have traditional knowledge brought to our youth to our elders to our to our men and women in those age groups and so the ball started to roll, and that's where it started, and now we're in full gear of planning right now. Um, yesterday we went out to see where the status was as to where they were with the construction, and it is going to be an amazing program. Um,
0: what what are you hoping comes from this? What are you hoping that your, your youngsters, your elders, uh, the men and women of the nation get from this?
1: Uh, for... You know, for my, I, I can't speak on behalf of everybody. For myself, I feel, and this is what I'm contributing to my, to our leadership team. And everybody has a different um, look into it. But for what we're really trying to aim towards is understanding the generations of trauma. With trauma comes grief. We all don't grieve the same way. We have all seen many of our youth using self-destructive methods methods to grieve we want to break this cycle and we will break the cycle through this camp we shall grieve together in a manner that will see us embody the resilience of our elders and our ancestors we want our we want our nation to go forward and find that healthy healthy ground and to get through the atrocities that has happened
0: you, have, you said to me earlier today that you wanted to become victors. You wanted your community to become victors. Can you expand on that for me?
1: Uh, I, I really do see um, uh, one, one word that always doesn't sit well with me is victim and victimizing. And because everybody has, again, everybody deals with everything differently. But I want people to know that we're not victims, we're survivors. And as such, we'll thrive and be proud to be a people, a community, and a nation.
0: Lydia Kudere joining me this afternoon from the Cree First uh, Nation. She's a counsellor there, and there's a a wellness pilot project that is scheduled to get underway. It'll run from July to September. uh, Working towards healing uh, the community, what will you consider success to be with this pilot project?
1: The success for me is is having somebody come out with an increased mental health awareness, and tools to empower themselves to deal with the mental health and support others around them. If we can if we can influence and have a positive effect on one of the 20 people the participants because each camp has 20. If we if we can do that and they spread the word and they say, you know, I went and did this and this is what I learned within my culture. I felt like I was part of my culture again, learning, you know, few words of their language. I want that Positiveness to flow out and just carry on. And I would love to see this program to be permanent and be part of who we are going forward.
0: Yeah, and I think you know one of the things is being you know willing to change and say, okay, if it doesn't quite work the way that you thought, saying, okay, well, what do we have to do to make it work? But I do, uh, I do wish nothing but success for for you and everyone who is going to be involved in this uh, in this pilot project. Is there a way that you know uh, you, that we can support this in any way, Lydia? That my I, listeners I can? He, yeah.
1: Yeah, what you're doing right now by letting us have a voice and, and people to understand that we are on a journey. We are on this journey to, you know, for the, for the people who have PTSD and how it's passed down through generations. And I feel so strongly and, and emotional about over the past couple of weeks that we feel that our our neighbours and our brothers and sisters have validated what has happened. I've spoken to people that have just basically said, no, it didn't happen that way. And so this is this is where our mindset is, is that we really feel, you know, that everybody is continually to, to stand with us, whether it's wearing an orange shirt day, whether it's talking about it, whether it's, you know, spreading the word as to, you know, what actually happened and how do we move forward and how do we be part of the general like how do we be brothers and sisters with everybody, no matter what what race you come from.
0: Lydia, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I'm wishing you all of the success with this with this project, and I hope that that weight, that heaviness is lifted. And I know it's not going to happen overnight, and I know it's going to take time, but I hope that we continue to see support from across the country, from across this province in in uh, holding people up and, and learning the truth because, as they say, and it's been said over and over again, there has to be truth before there can be reconciliation. I look forward to speaking with you again. Maybe come September to find out how the project w- went. Thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it.
0: Take care. That is Lydia Couture from the Mikisew Cree First Nation. She is a counselor up there. It is the Mikisew Cree miyo Matsuwin Cultural Camp and uh, a community taking matters into their own hand and looking to heal.